All right. It's time. Time for what, Ethan? Time to get a fucking life. God damn it. What am I doing? Why am I in this closet? God, it's fucking hot in here. All right. I can't start the podcast off like that. Fuck it. I'm going for it. All right, and welcome to episode 23 of the Closet Talk Podcast. I am your host, Ethan. No, this show is not about being in the closet and uh, being gay or anything like that. I'm just sitting in a fucking closet, losing my goddamn mind, and trying to not turn this into just a bitch fest, because I don't have a guest today. I'll tell you that much. I don't have a fucking guest, but I do have a lot to talk about, because I've had a very interesting weekend and so that's what I'm planning on uh, uh, seeing if I can fill in a goddamn hour with. But I get pretty good at getting into my little rant mode where I just come off like I'm bitching. And I'm really trying not to do that this time. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I got a little bit of the uh, liquor in me. And I've had a very interesting long two days since episode 22. So much has happened. Um, so... Um, welcome to the show. If you are a new follower, uh, the Instagram page has grown quite significantly, um, up to like 350 followers now, which is a good handful of people. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, it's not about followers. It's the fucking people, right? Or is that just the PC bullshit that people say to like, make it be like, Oh, is it care? <laughs> care about fucking people? I just like talking to people. So even if there was only 10 of you guys, I appreciate just one of you fuckers listening to this. Um, uh, as I call you a fucker. Uh, yeah. So if you are new to the podcast, uh, on this podcast, all I talk about really is just what the fuck is going on. I like to talk about anything and everything. I'm an aspiring stand-up comedian out here in Reno, Nevada. I've been doing it for about six years. Um, but I'm going to have a whole new episode on that because I've decided that this year was my first year. Um, so yeah. And I feel like no topic is off limits. So uh, that as a comedian, like that's what you have to do. You have to work through ideas, right? You got to test the waters, dump your fucking toes in over there and the check temperature of the pool. Um, so that's what I'm doing. That's the whole point of the show, right? It doesn't matter if you have a business. It's just, if you're an interesting person or you just have something interesting to say, most people don't think they're fucking interesting. I don't get that. I don't get that at all. Like, everybody's interesting. Everybody has something about them that, you know, is unique, right? Me and my lady, uh, we were driving from California. And I'll dive more into this, but we were driving from California. And uh, she said, uh, um, why does it? Why does every town say it's historic? And it's right. Like, they always, every town promotes themselves like, oh, come and look at the historic valley of blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, no shit. Every town is historic. Like... You know what it is? It's people's need to, like, feel special. Our town is historic. It was built in 1810. Our town is historic. It was built in 19-fucking-20. It's like, no shit. Every town started at some point. It doesn't make it fucking historic, and it doesn't make it special. I think it's just people's need to, like, feel like they're a part of something. And there's nothing wrong with that. Humans generally want to feel a part of something, right? We all do. We all look for love or some kind of affection. Uh, but she is right. She's totally right. Like you, you got to stop calling your town historic. Like that's the main attraction to it. It's like, Oh, come look at this lady's fucking toothbrush from fucking ten twelve. You know, 
was that even that was a year it definitely was but i mean was there even toothbrushes around then probably not um so <laughs> yeah anyways that that right there in a nutshell this is this podcast all right so if this isn't interesting by now just fucking you know thanks for listening to the first four minutes and fucking 17 seconds you know <laughs> uh let's see here so yeah anyways welcome episode 23 here we go uh, why was I in California? Well, let's explain. Uh, I took my girlfriend, it was her birthday, and I took her to go see, uh, Jack White perform at Bill Graham Civic Auditorium in San Francisco, uh, this, uh, past Thursday, Wednesday, whatever. Uh, today's Thursday. Yeah, Wednesday, yesterday. Um, God, I can't even get my fucking days right. You know, like, how? no shit I can't form some semblance of a fucking show. I can't even remember it was yesterday, Wednesday. Hur, today's Thursday, you fucking douche. So, <clears throat> I take my girl to go see Jack White um, in San Francisco. And when I got the tickets, you know, I didn't really think anything of it. Because personally, I like San Francisco. Uh, but uh, the story develops. So take her down there we drive down there um we didn't stay in a hotel because san francisco is like it's 18 dollars for a fucking bottle of water you know um so we were just gonna go up for the show my dad lives in vacaville so uh we were just gonna go there see the show drive an hour back and crash at his place and then drive the rest of the way back to reno which is what we did uh but with much turmoil um so we get to san francisco and i met up with my old friend uh, Steven, um, Steven, if you hear this, what's up? Thanks for all the fucking, you know, complimentary, uh, booze over there. Um, yeah, I ran into my friend Steven. I haven't seen Steven for a while, but me and Steven used to get into, like, not trouble per se. It was trouble, but we just didn't get caught. So, uh, you know, we just do a bunch of crazy shit, you know, go to raves, drift his car, fucking crash carts into fucking racks of toys, you know, at the fucking grocery store, whatever. Um, you know, we would make fucking Pruno and just drink the shit before going into our shift, our <laughs> big important shift at Kmart. And then we would just get, we would get shit housed and we would fucking, uh, drift these, uh, you get carts of go backs and we'd drift them around the fucking store and just throw the shit back on the ship. We didn't care. We were living in fucking Tahoe. We don't care. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, me and Steven, we have a long history. We've been hanging out for like a good 12 years and, uh, this is my first time seeing him for a while. So we bought us some drinks, right? We have a couple and I know I have to drive. So like I'm watching my pregame intake, you know, cause it's before a show. You're already fucking anxious. You want to get inside. You want to see the show. And, uh, but you also want to, you know, have a little a booze in you to feel good. So, uh, we start, uh, drinking some and he's, this is the first time he met my, my girl and, uh, you know, so he's buying her drinks and for whatever reason, I don't know if this is a Filipino thing. And if you're Filipino and you hear this, maybe you can correct me. You know, this isn't, I just, whenever my girl drinks and she's, she's Filipino Italian. So it's like. Whenever my girl drinks, like, she has one beer, and, like, she tastes like the entire bar smells just of pure booze, and she gets this fucking demeanor about her that I can't necessarily explain, but, 
you know, she gets one beer and, you know, you start getting that good feeling. You get a little bit more talkative and friendly. Okay, that's fine. No, uh, no lines crossed just yet. But as soon as she takes like a couple of shots, you know, she's 130 pounds of, you know, delicious woman. But like she, she just drinks this little amount and she fucking, she just gets fucking trashed and she gets this fucking, I don't give a fuck demeanor about her. And like, just becomes from going she's like super introverted and like very quiet normally and then as soon as she boozes like all of that comes out of her and she just doesn't give two fucks about anything and then I feel like I'm babysitting you know and trying to keep her me and my crazy friend Steven are trying to keep her from you know uh getting into mischief so mischief like I'm fucking 80 years old um yeah, so she, you know, she just starts boozing and I'm so good. It's her fucking birthday. I want her to have a great fucking time. Um, so we decided not to wait in line. Uh, we just fucking went to this little bar right down the road and waited for the line to clear until they started letting people in. Uh, we had general admission tickets. General admission tickets are, uh, basically everybody pays one price and you get thrown into a pile of people in front of the stage. There is no seating, okay? Um, there was seating up on the balcony, right? And those are like special tickets that you have to pay for. Uh, by the way, those fucking price of drinks in San Francisco are Jesus. My friend bought one round. He bought three 805s and three fucking shots. And that was like, fuck, what was that? That was like 140 bucks. It was like, what? 140 for what? I didn't even get a fucking buzz. You realize like 140 bucks. What is that? I'm no mathematician, but at least what? That's fucking close to $50 for one drink a person or two drinks. Sorry, a shot and a beer. $50 for a shot and a beer. Do you realize how fucking trashed I get in Reno for fucking $12, let alone 50 Here's what you do. If you're ever in Reno and you want to get shit housed, you go down to the casino, okay? You go to the casino, and the casinos have bars in them all throughout the casino. And what you do is as long as you have $10 on the machine, they'll give you free drinks. So you take 12, and you go down to the first bar in the casino that you see. You sit there. You put the 12 in, and they see that you have $10 on the machine. You say, yeah, can I get like a Long Island iced tea? And they're like, okay. And then you sit there, and you hit the spin button once. All right, and then you wait for that Long Island to come, you fucking knock it back, right? And then you wait two minutes and you say, excuse me, can I have another Long Island iced tea? They check your machine. You still have over $10 on there. Here comes your second Long Island iced tea. You hit the fucking spin button again. Worst case scenario, you lose both spin buttons, but you still have $10, okay? Or, good case scenario, you win an extra dollar, okay? So then you fucking, after you finish that goddamn second thing, you cash out, you grab the ticket and you go to another bar and you put that fucking ticket in there and you say, yeah, can I have a Long Island iced tea? And they see that there's fucking $10 on the machine and they hand you one and you just go from bar to bar to bar to bar collecting fucking two drinks at each goddamn bar. Just make sure you have $10 on your goddamn machine. Last time I did this, I got fucking shithoused. I had about 16 fucking Long Island iced teas, and I had $13. So technically, I had one, and I got shithoused for free. Um, 
But Jesus, San Francisco, you got to scale that shit back, dude. How the fuck? That city is so overpopulated, you know, so overpopulated people carry their dogs, you know, because they don't want to lose them in the fucking crowd of people. That is a dangerous city to live in because you're right there on the fault line. Um. Anyways, so back to my story. We we head over to the venue to go see Jack White in concert at the Bill Gray Hall fucking Civic Auditorium, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we get in, and it's a no-phones show, so you're not allowed to have a phone, um, but people have their phones, so they issue these little fucking colossomy bags that you put your fucking phone in, and then they seal it with, like, one of those, uh, like, those security clips that they tag on to close, um, and, like, it's, like, unlocks with, like, a fucking magnetic remote that they control, and so they put it in this pouch so you can't fucking take it out of the pouch, which is super dumb because people cut them out, right? People fucking rip the things out anyways. You know how many people I saw in the front row fucking texting? It's like, dude, come on. So, I mean, I get it. I'm all for, like, you know, artists are getting their shit ripped off. It's hard to fucking make money in music. It's hard to make money in any kind of performing art nowadays because everybody just downloads it and shares it for free on the internet and then nobody makes any fucking money. I totally get that, you know, but... There has to be a better way than fucking the stupid fucking monkey approach of let's put it in a box and lock it. Yeah. Fucking idiots, right? We're smart in other areas, but we're idiots in most. Um, yeah, so they put our phone and I put mine in my on the inside of my jacket pocket. You know, that's right there, right next to my heart, right with my wallet. Right. And uh, I'm like, good. It'll stay there for the show. Nothing's going to happen. And uh, everything will be fine. And uh, so we start watching the show. And dude, it was a great performance. It was a great performance. Jack White's a great performer. He has some great songs. And he puts so much goddamn energy into his fucking stage uh, presence. And I thought, what I thought, dude, what I thought was so fucking cool was they had the drummer, instead of hiding in the back, was up on this fucking pedestal so you can just see the drummer. And then Jack White was below it. And he had all of his guitars out, not probably not all of them, but he had like a good six or seven out on these stands that he would like during songs pick up and switch guitars and to make a different fucking sound and the keys and everything and the lights were fucking on point, dude. Like as far as a professional show goes, I'm not a musician, but as far as a professional show goes, dude. That was a great show. Like, they had the fucking lights. They had this cool effect, and it matched because it was, like, it had, like, the 60 kind of, like, hippie fucking, you know how they used to do the little watercolors on top of the uh, overhead projector? He kind of had that, except it was, like, their faces, and it, like, lit up. If you ever go and watch, like, a Jefferson Airplane uh, music video, it kind of had, like, that effect, except it was, like, all, like, lightning blue. It was fucking cool. Um, You know, and so we're watching that. Now, here's the thing is this is what I don't get about the fucking show, all right? Can I can I spew my opinion here without everybody going, eh, eh, he's fucking talking shit about Jack White, eh. Um, this is what I did, this is the two things I did notice about the show that I felt could have been better, all right? A, this was the most important one, nobody was moving. Everybody in general admission was like fucking sticks in the mud, just standing there, eh, I worked for fucking ten hours on my goddamn hair, Right? Nobody wants you to fucking touch them. You can't touch them, otherwise they get fucking pissed off. They get upset and they fucking want to fight you. Because, oh, somebody bumped into me when I'm in general admission. 
I'm in a fucking pool of fucking sweaty fucking people, and I don't want anybody to touch me. If you're that person, fucking kill yourself, please, because I, we, dude, when performers are putting their effort into it, like, when you're a good audience, like, the performer is a good performer, like, they're, he's up there putting his fucking heart and soul into this goddamn performance, and these people are just sitting there, like, like, barely nodding or something, you know, like, it was like they were there against their will, it's like, dude, you paid $70 to fucking stand here, meanwhile, my fucking girl is, you know, she's the, here she comes, all sauced up, right, starts forcing her way through the crowd, now, I usually go to metal shows like Lamb of God, Show on a Bodum, Ball Mall, shit like that. Um, and you're going to get touched. You're going to get pushed. You're going to fall on the ground. You're going to get trampled. Uh, but everybody's pretty nice and they help you up when you get, when you get knocked down. Um, you know, and you just, when it's general admission, everybody is pushing their way to the front of the stage. Everybody. You're crammed in the middle of everybody. Like you just have waves of people pushing against you constantly. You know, it's general admission. That means, any seat in the house is your seat if you can get to it. And these people, I don't know what's up with you, San Francisco, but you guys need to fucking lighten the fuck up, dude. Like, living on a fault line on the ocean, right? I don't know what the fuck it is. is what they're bringing that, breathing that salty fucking air all day that makes you a salty person. Did I really just use that reference? Christ almighty. Um, Yeah, I don't know what it is, but you guys gotta lighten the fuck up, dude. Like... Dude, seeing people stand like that, there was a point, like, I turned around, and, like, me and my my lady, we're, like, forcing our way, like, trying to get to the front, like, you know, she's short, she can't see over everybody, so, like, I'm trying to help her, like, see the show that I'm taking her to for her birthday, and, uh, you know, we're, like, trying to force our way to the front and everything like that, and there's a point, I turn around, I look out at this fucking sea of people, everybody's looking forward, but nobody's moving. It seemed like me and my girlfriend were the only ones, like, jumping and having a good fucking time. Well, jumping and having a good time in San Francisco also equals every fucking stupid avocado-eating Prius-driving fucking piece of shit wants to then try to fight you. Uh, Some lady turned around, and she had, like, this really... (laughs) She had, like, this really evil smile on her face. And she was doing that thing where, like, you talk through your teeth, like, huh... And she turns to Jackie and she's just like, if you fucking touch me again, bitch, like, I am going to fucking... And uh, Jackie's like, it's a fucking show. Why don't you lighten up? Calm the fuck down. Like, Jesus. And this lady had done her hair for like fucking 18 hours to come and sweat in the middle of a fucking Jack White concert. Because sometimes these people just go to these things just to say that they can, you know, because San Francisco, pretentious as fuck. All right, let's face it. Yeah, we, the Sunshine State, we live here on the coast and we take trolley cars and all of our shops are mom and pop owned. It's just fucking pretentious. You know, come eat our fucking raspberry mango fucking chia tea seed ice cream. Like, we got organic vitamins. Um, you know, so, <laughs> so this lady is like about ready to fight my lady and, uh, you know, I'm watching. I'm sizing up her boyfriend because I'm just like, great, that means I have to fight this guy, right? And he's just like looking at me like, ah, sorry, dude, she's a douche. And I'm just like, fuck, okay, well, that guy's all right. You know, and, uh, you know, because he didn't even give a shit. <laughs> he didn't even give a shit. He was just like, oh, here she goes. The world belongs to her again. Um, 
And then there was this other person behind me. Like, now, my lady's like, I'm trying not to lose her. Because if I lose her, I will never find her. And it's a good thing I didn't lose her. Because the plot is continuing to thicken. So I'm holding on to her as she's, like, trying to go through. And, like, this guy taps on my shoulder. He's like, um, excuse me. And he adjusts his glasses like he's getting ready to read something. And uh, he's like, uh, excuse me. Um, you're kind of tall. And you're standing in front of my... Uh, daughter's way and she really likes this performer and it's like okay well then i'm sorry i didn't mean to i'm trying to you know see my girl no 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 no. it's just fix it fix the situation no fuck you move how about that it's general mission suck my fucking white ass cheek i don't give a shit all right i try to be courteous and then you're gonna be a douche adjust your fucking glasses at me i'll smack those goddamn anyways uh, see, I'm trying not to turn this into a rant, but it's ending up to be a rant. Whatever. It is what it is. If you don't like it, oh well. Um, so, yeah, so my lady's, like, pushing her way forward. And now this person wants to fight me. I see this guy, like, like getting held back. Like, don't do it, sweetheart. Don't do it. Like, what the fuck are you going to do? You're not going to do anything. First off, I know you don't have any weapons. We all had to walk through a fucking metal detector. Ethan, you don't know that. With the compartments that get hidden in people's shoes, he could have a fucking dagger up his ass. But he's not going to do anything. Let's face it. You're not going to fucking do shit. Shut up. Quit acting like a fucking tough guy and enjoy the show. Stop. Why are you acting like that? You fucking child. You're a child, dude. I'll smack those goddamn fucking spectacles off your face. Fucking break those glasses in half and you'll have to hold them by the fucking sticks the whole time to watch the rest of the show. So, um, yeah, so now people want to fight me because of my girlfriend and girls want to fight my girlfriend because of my girlfriend. Um, so anyways, and at during this time, oh, and by the way, I turn around and I look at this so-called super big fan of Jack White texting, fucking idiot texting. Yeah, my do- excuse me, <clears throat> let me adjust my glasses here so I can get a look at your face. Uh, my daughter is a good fan of Jack White. Uh, she she paid her seventy dollar ticket to uh get in and view this uh uh what do you call this auditorium experience, and uh, she's a good fan. And you're kind of tall, and I don't know uh how to how do I say this. <clears throat> Uh, but you need to fix it. Fix the situation. (laughs) Fucking idiot, right? And his daughter's fucking texting. Go fuck yourself, dude. Come on, really? Don't be an asshole. Alright, don't be an asshole. Anyways. And don't touch me. Don't touch me. You're in general admission. Don't touch me. Excuse me. Um, you're like that person that goes to the pool and says, don't get me wet. You realize when you go to general admission and you don't expect to get touched, you're that person that's at the pool and expects not to get fucking wet. Idiots. You know? Don't go if you don't want, if you don't want to be touched. How about this? You pay extra money and you go sit up on the fucking bleacher. Alright? Go sit up on the fucking bleachers in the stand where you can sit there with your little, you know those, uh, old time, like, performances, like plays and shit where they would give, uh, um, you those little binoculars on the stick. And you just watch it. Oh, yes, ravishing. Great. It was a great performance. I rather enjoyed it. You know, with the little stick up there. Tell me they don't have those at the Civic Auditorium in fucking San Francisco. The most pretentious fucking place ever. Right? 
the most pretentious place ever. You got the binoculars with the stick. You probably even give out the little puffy dresses, right? And those little neck furly things for the guys. You give out powdered wigs with those fucking things. Go fuck yourself. That's what you do. Uh, so, um, yeah, you guys in San Francisco, please just lighten up. Come on, man. I get it. You're big town, San Francisco. Like, there's a lot of good comedy there. There's a lot of good performances there. A lot of good people come out of there. But, you know, lighten up a little bit. Jesus fucking Christ, man. Does everything have to be so fucking, like, secluded now? Everybody's so fucking individualized. Like, everybody always acts like they're fucking separate from the person next to them. And that's because, you know, partially because of, like, the media and the world that we fucking live in right now. Let's face it. All right? Like, we got fences. Dude, when I was in Philadelphia, that was one thing I noticed about the houses. They didn't have fences. You could just look, step out in your backyard and see into all your neighbors' backyards all the way down the block. They didn't fence themselves. You started a barbecue, the neighbors would be like, oh, we'll bring over fucking uh, cucumber salad or whatever. You know? Cucumber salad, how fucking boring. Have some flavor. Um, yeah. You guys just, you gotta lighten up. Everybody has to stop seeing themselves as like individuals from everybody. Um, <clears throat> Okay, so the, here is now. Here's the second thing I will say because this is something that I think uh, uh, Jack White could have done better. When he came out on stage, he didn't really engage with the audience at all. Like he came out and he did his opening song. He had this giant build up, like this fucking cool little screen of like a countdown, and like that's cool. You know, you're a rock star, like awesome. You know, but then. One thing performers need to know, I think whether it's music or I, maybe I'm wrong. Like I said, I'm not a musician. I'm just a fucking wannabe comedian. Um, one thing I think performers should know is like the audience is there to see you, not what you're, what you've done. They want to see you. So when people go to see Jack White, they go to see Jack White. They don't, Sure, he plays Seven Nation Army, he has some great songs, people like his songs and they've listened to him, but they've heard him 40 times. Really, they've come to see you in, you, in person. They've really come to just see you and you perform and talk with them, engage with them. They want to be like, holy fuck, I engaged with Jack White, it was awesome, he fucking did this, this, and this, and it was fucking cool, you know? And so people are there to see you. And he just didn't really, in my opinion, just didn't really engage with the audience too much. He kind of just came out and did his set and then was like, all right, see ya. You know, I mean, he maybe said like four sentences in between the fucking 20 songs that he did, you know. And to me, that just kind of seems like, uh, that just kind of seems like you're, you know, almost like a, I don't want to say like he felt like he was above people, which he totally is because he's a rock star, right? He can do whatever the fuck he wants. But like you, when you go out there and you engage with people and you're just like, what is going on, guys? Thank you fucking so much for being out here. I got this fucking awesome jam for you or whatever. You fucking know this one. Sing it with me. Let's fucking get going, guys. Like fucking raw. Like you fucking build them up, right? People want to see that shit. Well, you come out and you dive straight into your set and you just keep going from song to song to song and you don't really say anything about thank you for coming out. Nothing, like, you don't say anything along those lines. I just kind of feel like you just, that's kind of what makes people not pay attention. Like, you got to get their attention, you know, with, like, that first time being on stage. I mean, I get it. You have this giant buildup. You come out, you play one of your songs, and then after the first song, you go, how you guys doing tonight? 
fucking yeah, dragon. This fucking guy is that lady shit house. Holy shit! Look at the cans on that broad, and then you fucking dive into your next thing. You know, that that's just my opinion. I don't know. I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I'm not a musician. Okay, so I don't know. But also at the same time, I as a stage performer, all right, I do know like you have to make the audience feel like they're having they're in this experience with you not that they're experiencing something but that they're generating this experience with you at least in my opinion like i said it could be wrong if i am wrong please uh, let me adjust my glasses uh if i am wrong please send me your condolences or not condolences uh send me your rebuttals to uh, closet talk with ethan at gmail.com <laughs> um yeah, so I think that's I think that's one thing that he could have done better. Um but yeah, like I said, I could be wrong. Okay, so now here so now the show's great except for the stick in the mud people, the fights that are about to occur, the fucking lack of alcohol I've had and um you know, Jack doing his thing. Um all of a sudden, great, the show ends. All right, I was able to keep track of my woman the entire time. And thank goodness, because I lost my phone. Dun, 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 dun. I lost my fucking phone. It came out of the goddamn little fucking security colostomy blag. Fucking fell on the, it came out of my pocket. It fell on the ground, right? And you don't know. You never know. You're jumping around. You don't feel shit come out of your pockets. You ever drop money? Like, did you ever fucking, you're just like, fuck, I dropped some money somewhere. Granted, it's a phone. It has some weight to it, Ethan. You should have noticed that there was fucking 0.2 ounces decreased from your body weight. Uh, yeah, um, next time, just realize that you have lost 0.5 ounces in a second. Um, so, lost the fucking phone, Right? And good thing I haven't lost my woman because now I wouldn't be able to get a hold of her and she would be a short little midget running around in this fucking stadium emptying in the middle of downtown fucking San Francisco. Fucking horrific goddamn situation. Alright, just horrible. And so I fucking was like, alright, well, we gotta go check out the lost and found. Hopefully, one of these gracious San Franciscans oh, decided to go turn it in. And, uh, so I go out to the little guy with the little fucking magnet unlocker. I'm just like, hey, man, uh, yeah, I lost my phone. And, uh, where do I, where's this, where's the security booth? Where do I go and where's the lost and found, sir? And, uh, he didn't have any answer for me. Fucking zero, dude. Like, this guy must have been on acid. He's like, uh, I don't, I just have the magnet key. Like, I don't, he's like looking up and down the hall like he's expecting somebody to come and rescue him. It's like, no, you have a fucking name tag. You work here. If you don't know the goddamn menu, quit trying to sell me the fucking shit, right? God damn it. Is it me? Like, I feel like all these people, you always go to this place and they can never fucking help you. It's just like, you, your shirt says fucking Sprint, all right? You're supposed to know how to work the goddamn Sprint machine. What the fuck? What the hell do we pay you for if you don't know the... G <laughs> Did you do the training? Did you sit through the training? Did you pass the tests? Did you go through orientation? Or were you fucking around? 
you know? You were fucking around. You're on Facebook. Um, yeah, so the guy doesn't know. What? What the fuck do you mean you don't know? Dude, this guy literally, he had this look on his face like he was looking for his dog that he lost. He looked like he had lost his phone and he was looking around for it. Sitting there with this fucking magnet key. Oh, I don't know uh, where the security. I don't. He literally looked at me and said, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. God damn it. I'm getting fucking mad all over again. And I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to for the sake of the goddamn show. But fuck. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Alright. Thank you. Continue unlocking phones with your fucking magnet. You fucking ass. Ugh. God. Okay, so... Didn't find the phone. Great. So, my girl calls up the fucking Bill Graham Civic Auditorium with the glasses and the powdered wigs. And, uh... Calls them up. And... Of course, the concert just ended. They don't give a fuck about your phone. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Die, eat shit. Thank you for your fucking money. Thank you for coming to the show where everybody stood. Thank you for coming and sitting in the middle of the fucking room and paying $4 for a bottle of water. I literally saw them at the end of the show. People are standing there with like bat, like these big old things of water, and they can see like people are thirsty and hot and sweaty, and they're like have it held out in their hands, like they're gonna give it to you, and then as soon as you get there, they would pull it back and say that's four dollars. For what? Bottled water? Go fuck yourself! You probably filled that shit up in the back. You probably took all the used bottles after every fucking concert, went upstairs, filled it up in the goddamn fucking sink, and then try to re fucking sell it. <sighs> It's always it's always that. It's like you always you just you fucking pay for a service and then you never get a good service. It's like it sucks, dude. Then oh Ethan, then why do you stick to the service? Because you have to in this goddamn world. You fucking have to. Have to have a car. Why? So you can get to work. Why? So that way you can pay for your car. Why? So that way you can get to work. Idiots. I swear to God, we fall into these fucking traps. Okay. So, so, guy can't help me, can't find the phone, right? So, got to drive from San Francisco with no phone. Driving back from San Francisco in the middle of the fucking night. Uh, it's late, you know, it's after a show, sweaty, stinky, blah, 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 blah. Um, so, we head off to Vacaville. And uh, we crash at my dad's. We're going to sleep it off. That's what we're going to do. Going to fucking sleep the shit off. Because I am pissed. It was the best, worst show I've ever been to. Um, Get to Vacaville. Sleep it off. Wake up. And I had tried to like access um, my phone uh, through my girlfriend's phone. Cause you know, you could go on like Google devices and like shut it down and like change your password and blah, 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 like make it to where some fucking idiot can't use it. Um, I tried to do that, but it didn't recognize her phone. So it wouldn't let me do it. So I was like, all right, I have to go. Um, and I have to do it when I get back into town. Um, or when I get to my computer. Uh, so drive back, 
start driving back uh, this morning. And, uh, you know, we're running low on monies over there. The traffic was fucking horrible, dude. Uh, you know, and so we get back to Reno and I log in uh, with my computer. And just as I suspected, somebody had gone into my shit, was trying to change my passwords, was trying to look up all my stuff. Like, just being the worst fucking human possible, you know? Granted, dude, it fell out of my pocket on accident, alright? And then you find something, you fucking turn it in, dude. Like, people live through their phones, right? If something doesn't belong to you, fucking give it back. It's just such that fucking mentality of, like, all of us are fucking behind. All of us are trying to catch up on bills. All of us have our own fucking problems. So when they see something like that, they're like, oh, I'm coming up a little bit here. Like, the universe has blessed me with somebody else's misfortune. You know, you pay for everything in karma. Nothing's fucking free. You know, you're going to end up paying down the line for what you did. And you, you, you turn shit in, dude. Obviously, it's not your phone, right? The screensaver is my topless fucking woman, right? I mean, clearly that's not your woman, all right? Like, turn shit in when you find it. Fuck. I mean, I remember being out at Burning Man, and I had just been out on the playa all day. I was dehydrated. I was hungry. I was like, I need to come in to my camp and eat some food, rehydrate, collect myself before I go back out. And I come riding in off a fucking deep playa, on my bike, dusty, thirsty, fucking hungry, headache, ready to fucking just pass the fuck out because of heat exhaustion. And what do I find right in front of my fucking camp? Somebody's passport. Somebody's fucking passport. All kinds of people from all over the world that come out to fucking Burning Man. All right. And I find this passport and I'm like, fuck. You know what this means? This means that it's my job to get it back to the person. That means the universe deemed I was the most capable of handling this situation, which is why this has been placed in front of me. At least that's how I think, you know? So, fucking, I pick up the fucking passport. I take it down to BMR Radio. Okay? Burning Man Radio. Or BMR Radio. Burning Man Radio, yeah. BMRIB... Burning Man Information Radio. Um, they let me on the fucking air. I'm like, hey, this is my address out here on the playa. I found this port, it be- passport. It belongs to this guy. All right. Belongs to this man. I'm trying to get it back to him, bro. Wow. You guys check out that art car. Okay, so I'm trying to get it fucking back to the guy. I go on the radio, so that way it's... Because it's broadcast all over the playa. So, like, if the guy's listening or if he's by a radio... He's like, holy shit, somebody found my fucking passport. Then I take it and I go over to the lost and found and I turn it over to them and I say, this is where I found it. This is the guy's name, blah, 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 blah. And before I even give it to the guy, I'm like, what happens with these? Do you, do you, what, do you make sure they get back to people? Do you mail that to them? What happens? You know, and he reassures me that it will find its way home. So I'm like, okay, I feel comfortable releasing this to you. My responsibility is over. I got it to the place it's supposed to be. Wipe my fucking hands, and that's it. Gone. Never once did I find it and be like, Oh, holy fuck, I can... Wow, you know, 
steal an identity or something. I'd love to be Chad from Wisconsin. Yeah, Chad, he probably fucking drives a fucking Tesla. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be him. <laughs> Just be a fucking shitty person. Like, when you find somebody's personal shit, I mean, if you find $5 on the ground, fucking pick it up and go buy a goddamn Slurpee and a piece of beef jerky for all means. You're not going to find the person that had that. But when you find somebody's personal shit, where, like, their number's in it, their fucking children's fucking phone number's in it, pictures of their kids and family and fucking girlfriend's vagina is in it, you fucking return the shit! You don't fucking take it for your own goddamn personal fucking gain, you piece of shit. You fucking pass it forward. You know? It just, it just, it's a fucking infuriated me, dude. Like, you already are dealing with, I lost my phone, you know, I have to go through insurance. Oh, we're Sprint. We don't replace phones. We only fuck people into buying them. So here, let me direct you to this goddamn website. Oh, um, I don't know what to do. So maybe you could go to this website and they'll tell you what to do. Fucking idiots, dude. I swear to God. So, you, you just you just don't do that, man. I don't know. I don't know. You just don't do that. I mean, I've found money and I've bought shit with it before. But never once did I find a wallet and be like, I'm keeping this. Me and my girlfriend found a fucking wallet in a shopping cart, and we looked at the person's ID in the wallet. We didn't go through it. We fucking looked at the person's ID, and we drove to their house and gave it back to them. You don't fucking keep people's personal shit, man. Would you use a fucking condom after I fucking busted one in it? No, you wouldn't. You would fucking... You probably wouldn't give that back, but that's a bad example. But, you know, you know what I'm saying. You just don't keep people's personal fucking property. You give that shit back. Alright? And hope for a reward, right? <laughs> yeah, so... I don't know. It just, to me, the whole fucking thing pissed me off. You know? And then... Dude, just because you drive a Prius and you live in San Francisco doesn't make you a good fucking person. You also have to return... You have to have the decency to not keep what the fuck is not yours. Give it back. I posted this on my Facebook and said, like, I was like, do you really want that kind of karma when you're living on that fault line out there in San Francisco? Because you're going to end up being the dude when the big one hits that that fucking huge gash in the fucking concrete opens and drops down to some infinite pit. You're going to be the guy that falls in the fucking middle of that. And hope I hope that it's because you're chasing somebody that ran off with your fucking phone. Like... The shit comes back to you, dude. You know, and it's like... You should never try... You should never make anybody's journey harder. Right? More difficult. However the fuck you want to pronounce it. I'm sure binocular fucking powdered wig guy would be like, Actual, the correct fucking... Actually, the correct uh terminology that you're looking for. Go fuck yourself. Okay, you and your super big fan daughter that's fucking, I'm a big fan of Jack White. Really? Then why are you fucking texting during his set, you cunt? Sorry, I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't be calling people a cunt. God damn it. So now I have to go through this whole fucking thing. You gotta turn in a claim on this thing. Turn in a claim on the phone, right? Oh, it's, you gotta turn in a claim, you gotta tell them what the fuck happened. 
right? And they're like, good news. We can replace your phone for $235 plus tax. Applicable, applicable taxes. Applicable taxes. Is, uh, <laughs> that's where we reap all the benefits. <sighs> you know. So I have to fucking go through that. I went through that and I had to go through all my shit, change all my fucking passwords. Right? So if you're following me on the goddamn social media machine, all right, and you see a fucking dick or you see, you know, just a bunch of fucking racist rants or some shit, just know that it's not me. Just know that I've been hacked. Do I do I have to be that person that goes on his Facebook? Oh, I was hacked, guys. Sorry. Bullshit, Brian. You would fucking say that. Shut up. I've heard you say that. I did it. I did it. I got my fucking self mad all over again. <sighs> yeah, so that's been my fucking, you know, past uh, 72 hours. Um, But let's end this on. Let's try to wrap this up and end this on a high note. Shall we? Shall we? Um, If you ever get the opportunity to go see Jack White, go see him because he is a great performer. And, uh,. Don't go see him in San Francisco. Don't go to, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. I can't do that because maybe one day I'll be doing a comedy show there and they'll be like, Ethan, we found this uh, audio recording of you uh, a few years ago. And uh, how do we say this? But you're fired before you were hired because <laughs> we're evil. Anyways, I'm going to go and eat my $450 steak that's been sprinkled uh, with uh, tears of crying children. Because uh, it's just that extra salty. And, uh, yeah, gonna enjoy that over there in my bungalow on the top of uh, the Golden Gate. Right? Because out here in San Francisco, we fucking have that shit and we can afford it. Why? Because we got into tech. We know how to make uh, microchips. We know how to make microchips that make microchips. Uh, yeah, so all that shit. I get in these fucking rants. I don't know why, because I just fucking... It just... It makes no sense. It just makes me look like an idiot. But let's wrap this up, okay? Let's wrap this up because currently we're at 46 minutes, all right? And I just felt I didn't really need a guest this time because I was just so fucking angry about this shit. And it was the best, worst show I've ever been to, you know? The performance was great. The people, the audience sucked dicks. Literally, in San Francisco. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I had to make the... I went for the easy joke. All right. Oh, he had him. He had him, and then he lost it because he fucking made the gay joke. He's a fucking homophobe, dude. I fucking knew it. So it was, it was a good show. Go uh, go watch the show. All right. Sorry. I overwhelmed the mic there. Go watch the show. If you ever see Jack White, just go see him, like, you know... I recommend if he ever plays a dive bar, hopefully he's not so pretentious. I know he comes out with like the fucking acid wash jeans and like the 10 pounds of eyeliner, you know, cause he has a persona or whatever. But, uh, you know, if he ever plays like a dive, go to a smaller venue to see him. Cause that's when I, th- I think people just enjoy things more at a smaller venue. Everybody feeds off each other's energy. You know, when you're playing to a small crowd, like, Somebody laughs next to you, you fucking laugh, you're like, oh yeah, like that is kind of funny, huh? Like blah, 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 like that self-acceptance, like you need affirmation that you also know what the fuck is going on. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know, I, I just, yeah, go see Jack White if you ever get the opportunity to, and um, 
I think that's going to conclude this week's uh, fucking bitch fest because I think that's just what I did here. Um, if you want to be on the show, all right, um, send me an email at closettalkwithethan at gmail.com or just DM me on Instagram or Facebook and we'll get you on so we can talk about something. Uh, if you're not with me in the city, uh, it's fine. We could do it over the phone, whatever. Um, and yeah, uh, like the podcast on Instagram. Um, you can listen to it on Anchor, SoundCloud, iTunes, Breaker, Radio Public, CastBox, Overcast, and uh, Google Podcasts, and uh, a couple others. Um, you can listen to it all there, all for free. So just make sure that you like it and like follow with it if you do like this shit. Um, also on Anchor, they recently opened up a uh, thing where you can support the podcast, so I am accepting like a monthly donation it's like one dollar two dollars or like the most generous one you could give is like ten dollars a month and that'll help me get some better um audio equipment um and uh kind of be able to bring more influential guests on the show um it'll be greatly appreciated or you could just donate three hundred dollars and help me get a new fucking cell phone uh but nope because all the fences are up you're separate from me we don't work together i don't know you you're going to buy crack with it you're going to buy crack with it and then you're going to buy a pack of needles and you're going to start putting it inside of fucking apples to pass out on halloween and hey right because everybody's that fucking closed off nowadays i'm sorry god damn it i said i was going to end this on a positive note and now i'm talking about spiking halloween fucking candy with needles okay Ethan, shut the fuck up. Now's the time to shut the fuck up. You see, this is how you and your girlfriend's fights accelerate because you just don't know when to shut the fucking pie hole and move forward. All right. So thank you very much. Um, thank you for listening to this. And uh, yeah, so contact me, get a hold of me. And thank you guys. And uh, I will catch you on the next one. <laughs>